Bogus listeners, thanks for tuning in to the Forever Bogus Podcast. And it's me, your host that knows the most, Bryce Shoemaker, a.k.a. B-Boy Bogus Bryce, staring at the bearded face of my best friend, Jamie Killsby, a.k.a. Hey, it's the boy that had the Ninja Turtle toys when he was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of your intros. One of millions. (laughs) Uh, No, it's J-Dog, favorite rapper from the middle school lunch table. Back again. Back again, again, again. I like that middle school rapper bit, but it feels like I need one more line. Okay, we'll, we'll play with that in 2021. Yeah. Okay, we'll definitely play with that. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, as you notice, you will probably be listening to this at the end of 2020 or right at the beginning of 2021. Yeah. We, we made a, it. It's a brave new year. Here's the thing. A lot of people are going to say, oh, I can't wait for this year to end. I can't wait for... Time is a man-made structure, and your misery is just going to continue. Unfortunately. (laughs) So, you have to rise above it, my friend. You're right. And, well, I thought it would be a lot of fun to focus on, like, the 2020 year on this episode. We're going to call this kind of like our 2020 roundup. So, we're going to kind of discuss, like, how our year went, and why we started the podcast back up, and maybe some of our hopes and for comebacks for next year, because there was actually quite a few comebacks that made a comeback this year. Yeah, like, um, uh, 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 oh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Right. Not that joke again. Damn it. Maybe people in the back didn't hear it. <laughs> no, I think all they right. heard it well enough. I think it's okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's just play it out. I'm going to say Kim Kardashian, and then you say, she didn't make a comeback. She didn't go anywhere. Okay. Ready? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Like Kim Kardashian. Uh, K- Kim Kardashian. I, I don't think she made a comeback. No, didn't didn't she get cum on her back? I don't. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, have a seat. Let me explain something to you. No. When Ray J loves a woman, <laughs> he gets out his his 2007 standard definition digital camera. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And. Do you need me to continue? No, you know, you're good there. I, I've seen enough. Um, we'll say them. We'll say they're educational movies. That's in 720p. Yeah, you got to like that 720p. There's a lot to be learned about those films. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about how 2020 was crazy. No, we really don't want to talk about that. It's been crazy for everybody. Uh, beneficial for some, crazy for the others. But I would say the biggest highlight of this year was able to start up the podcast again with you. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, that was definitely a big one out there uh, in a personal in a personal sense. But, you know, it's it's nice to be doing it again when we weren't. Um, you know, it seemed like a long window there. So so why what tell us why you brought it back? Well, that's a good question, because we went over a year without even discussing the podcast. And I don't really know why that happened. It just seemed like it was a lot of work and I didn't really have the time or the energy to, to do it in 2019. There were moments where I missed it. There was moments where I was like, man, I kind of wish I had that carved out time with my buddy, Jamie to discuss all the weird pop culture stuff from our, from our youth. But when 2020 hit, 
uh, when when the pandemic hit, rather, and all of, everybody went into lockdown and quarantine, I was like, man, I got to find something creative to do. And I feel that we already have this platform. We just haven't touched it in over a year. And I was thinking about mm, maybe starting that up. And I was really hoping that you would be on board with it as well. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things, man. It's just the way it is. <laughs> just the way it is. Things <laughs> are never going to be the same, but they will because we'll be back. That's right. And we did. This, we, we made a pretty solid comeback, I feel like. And Yeah, no, no. Actually, what I was going to say was it, 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 it's easy to to take such a long hiatus when you decide to stop for a while. It's like working out. If you ever yes. stop, you just don't want to go back because it's hard work. It is. You know, it sounds like we're, we're goofing off and stuff, but some you know, a lot of times there's like homework. It's like studying for like – a research paper like or, yeah you know, you're going to present uh, and in front of yes, all these yeah, people it's like making yeah. a college presentation yes like, uh, exactly except instead of on like you know the american internment of japanese citizens after world war ii <laughs> you know it, it's it's about like rugrats or something like right that. <laughs> mark's mother's bog uh <laughs> decidedly more pleasant but still it's a lot of work so it's it easy is to fall out of that and and not come back but it's good to, it's good to be back but uh you know besides on a personal scale there were a lot of uh, comebacks in uh, like and now every time I say comeback, I think of the uh, <laughs> Damn it, Kim Kardashian joke. bit. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of good comebacks uh, this year in in pop culture. There that, was uh, we all got to experience on a personal. That's way. right, like uh, the Kenner Ghostbuster toys. They made a comeback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So if you uh, if you know what we're talking about those old Kenner style real Ghostbusters cartoon action figures. Yep. Uh, they made a comeback in the same. They made them from the same cast, so they look exactly the same. Uh, they use the same card. Um, I know I got them. I got it. <laughs> you got did. You got of all of them. There. I actually got. Yeah, I got all of them. I got all four, and then there was a Slimer and a a Stay Puft. Yep, that's right. And I got all of them, and uh, if you pre-ordered them from Walmart, it took an extra like six months to get to you. I think people are still waiting for them. Yeah, I know some people who like j- are just showing up like a couple months ago. That's and this crazy. Was, like at the beginning of this was like you know February or something like that. Yeah, this was like a this was like the beginning of the fucking year. Yeah, uh, but it's so great to have those back. Those are like some of my favorite toy lines. You know that that old Kenner Ghostbusters so good, man. It, and it, and, it, and it crosses over so well, you know, with all of your other toys when you were a kid because. You know, they, 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 they faced off with so many different kinds of ghosts back then that <laughs> yes. there's there's nothing that's that's out of line. They look like good standing next to every action figure yes, they put them next you're to. You're so right. Um another thing that was Ghostbusters Ghostbusters related uh was the high C ecto cooler fake out. You remember that? Oh yeah, it yeah. Such, it, it, was, like it, was, it blew up. Well, there it's almost definitely coming back this summer with the release of uh, Ghostbusters so? Afterlife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay, like okay. all but confirmed. As a matter of fact, they just confirmed Ghostbusters Serial oh, um, nice. for this for this this summer with the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, what happened was, rightfully so, unfortunately, and I, I don't know how they're going to get around this. They they might not. Um, the studios are discovering that you can't really turn a profit for a home release. Mm-hmm. So they just keep pushing their big tentpole movies back because they want people to go to the theater to enjoy them. Cause it's I the only way they make their that. money back. Yeah. And I, I, agree I appreciate it, but also dude, I've been saying this for a long time and I'm not saying that I'm a genius or anything, but in fact, it's the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm a dumbass, but <laughs> I watch a lot of movies, uh-huh. I watch a shit ton of movies. So I pick up on things. 
I feel like I pick up on things early too. I feel like I say things and people say, oh, that's not so true. And then in a few months, everybody's singing the same song I'm singing. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like when the MCU thing started happening, I said, "This is these are good, but I feel like they're starting to make a little too many. It's taking away what's special about them. And then everybody boom. said, fuck you. <laughs> yes. These movies are great. These are our childhood heroes brought to the picture. And then all of a sudden everybody's going, <laughs> you know what? They're making a few too many of these. They're starting to be, oh, okay. And then I said, hey, do you, th- you guys think it's a bad idea that a movie these days, their their budget is so fucking inflated that it needs to make a billion dollars to be profitable? Do you think that's unreasonable? No, you don't know anything. Yeah, it's unreasonable. If your movie has to make a billion dollars to be profitable, that's, stupid. that's, that's so short-sighted. Yes. It, it, it's, it's irresponsible. And so now all these movies, all these big tentball movies, they cost 500, 600, 700 million dollars to make. So if the studios don't make one billion dollars. I mean, it's fucking Dr. Evil money we're talking about, dude. <laughs> yes. uh, I think he said one million, but, uh, but still, yes. it's, it's, it, that's so much money. Make cheaper movies. Jesus Christ. I know. And it's the same thing. That's the reason why we can't see Ghostbusters because they keep pushing back. They keep pushing back. Because they want to make what? that money. It doesn't look like the movie theater is going to open anytime soon. Well, there is a so, local movie theater here in Kansas City that's still open. It's very limited capacity, but I don't want to see them go under because of that reason. Because, you know, just a few months ago, uh, Warner Brothers, I think it was, announced that they're going to do all like VOD. They're, they're going to pull everything from the theaters. There might be some that are selected to go, go to theaters, but everything will be offered on demand. And that is horrible news. They sold a lot to HBO. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. And there's still other uh, companies that haven't, that haven't followed suit yet, which is great. But I am just worried about that because I love the, the, the whole experience of going to a theater and watching it as a group and, and everything. But I miss movie theaters so much. I, I miss it too, but I, don't, I agree with you. I, I think companies do not need to make that much money. And it just sucks that, like, yes, we do have to wait longer to see the release of Candyman, which is supposed to be released almost a year ago, you know? And I've been looking oh, forward yeah. to that Jesus, for a long time now. About that thing. But, yeah. but, but I agree with them that, that specific companies are pushing back farther because they want it in theaters, and I support that. Yes, you're right. I miss, I miss movie theater carpets. I miss the bad arcades with yes, the, I miss the smell. Terminator 2 machine. I miss, I miss, smell. I miss the, the crappy teenagers that are working there. Like, I miss everything yeah. about it. I miss the poster. I really do miss the movie theater. Uh, I want to get back out there soon. I don't know, you know, when it's a good idea to do that or not. We were just, my wife and I were just talking about it. We were like, we will both want to go. We're not sure. You know, maybe we will. Who knows? Because I don't know if anybody's going. There, there are some. Like, I, I had the bogus event, a very, very, very merry bogus Christmas, like, uh, screening. We showed, like, some TV specials and stuff. But uh, we had probably about 10 people. We were about at max capacity. And it's just it, the only word to really ex- express the experience was awkward. Yeah. Because like typically I hang around afterwards and talk to people and t- chat about nostalgic stuff or interact with people. And, and typically before the show will start, I'll host, I'll have like this whole spiel. I do giveaways and stuff like that. Well, I couldn't do that this time. I had to have a mask on the, the entire time. And, and I was kind of feeling a little uncomfortable just because of like, how are these feel- people feeling? Are, are they feeling uncomfortable for being here? I feel kind of responsible it's just a really awkward experience. Yeah, totally, man. And that's that's on a small scale level. I mean, yes. when you think about these students, this could be, you know, a wake up call for a lot of people. And I think that 
there's this thing now going on with new movies. It started kind of with, with the Marvel movies that as the budget went up, so did everyone's expectation, not just for those movies, but for every movie. Yeah. So the point is, is like, I don't know. It's, the consensus seems to be that if a movie isn't one of the best things you've ever seen, everyone hates it. You know, and yes. it shouldn't be that way. There, There is a space for just okay movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, man, that being said, look at another thing that from 2020, another positive thing, The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, that Small is scale, but. The best, objectively, the best Star Wars thing. I, I used to say since A New Hope. Now I'm saying ever. I agree. Uh, after this most recent season. That's a positive light on 2020 in our, our 2020 roundup wrap up show. I agree. Um, if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, you have to watch it. That last season was like the best Star Wars shit I've ever seen. Um, it's getting me back into Star Wars. Like, it is. Because I never really was and, a and fan, exactly, but like, holy shit. How we connected it, though, is right. What you said at the beginning, smaller scale. There's this season, there's this episode in season one that has four characters total, uh-huh. and it has one set piece. One of, one of the guys is Bill Burr, and it's when they're on that hangar. Oh, yes. And that's uh, one of the best episodes of the season. Yeah, it, so it's so incredible. Good. And, and it probably costs like almost nothing to make. Well, it's um, Disney. Everything is expensive, but sure, sure, <laughs> but sure. yes, but I get in, what you're in the, saying. In the scheme of like MCU, exactly, movies yes, and yes. other Star Wars movies, you know, it it was very, very low budget and scaled back. You don't need to make your movies cost one billion dollars to make. Just Agreed. tell a good story. Yep. Um, and The Mandalorian is a positive from 2020 that proves that to me. I agree. I think another positive from 2020 is the return of Dunkaroos. <laughs> Have you had any since they've officially returned? I did. Uh, my wife came home with a pack of them. I don't remember where she got them from or what the story was. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean... They taste the same. I mean, it's just, it tastes the same. I mean, you can't fuck that up. It's literally just frosting. And for the longest time, I just made my own. I just got like those little like uh, teddy bear grams or whatever and frosting. Yeah. And like, there yeah. you go, Dunkaroos. I, I have always been more of a savory snack guy. I am too. Um, and so in the in the savory snack comeback department, just in the very last quarter here, just in these recent days, uh, last quarter 2020, we're talking 3D Doritos. People yes. are spotting them on shelves now. Hell That's yes. That's more up my alley, the 3D Doritos. Yeah. If you don't remember 3D Doritos, uh, how do you describe them? They're 3D Doritos, right? That's it. But apparently yeah. these are like spicier kind. So like spicy nacho or spicy chili nacho and I've spicy seen a, I, I saw a picture. Somebody on Twitter uploaded a picture today inside of their, I think it was a Walmart, and there was different flavor varieties. I only remember there being like Cool Ranch and, and regular nacho. That's all I remember, yeah. But uh, now it looks like they have a whole wide variety of flavors. So That's exciting. I mean, you and I, man, and and our our fateful listeners, thank you guys so much for listening. We, we just want the old school, but think about the new generation. They just want hot fries and <laughs> TikTok videos. You need to do the flaming hot know, everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 You hear about that rapper who who had to go to the hospital because he ate so much flaming hot chips? I did not know that, but it does not surprise me. They are yeah, addicting. Was, but not that li- little Zan, little Zan, because he does so much Xanax. <laughs> wow. This is where he got right. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital for uh, eating so much uh, hot chips. Yeah. Well, a couple of things I wish did not make a comeback from in 2020. One was the comeback of Saved by the Bell. Oh, which yeah. I don't know if you've tried watching that. It's just awful, unfortunately. I I have my my mouth. I have a bad taste in it. 
like dirt and spit and hot breath on <laughs> on 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 sitcom comebacks ever yeah, since. Yeah, the Fuller Connors. House. Oh, Fuller House. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Connors. I you know was fine to me. It was it's awkward, like you said, your movie theater experience because there's a big dead elephant in the room with the yes. whole Roseanne thing. Yeah, but um. No, I remember watching Fuller House and I was like, this is legitimately terrible. I agree. I th- This has no redeemable qualities whatsoever. Yep. The money that they put into this, they should have just, I don't know, donated or something like that. Get built homeless shell. I don't know. I, I it's, it's a waste of resources. <laughs> That's how bad it is. So <laughs> I actually have like uh, Saved by the Bell. The, my, the depth of my nostalgia for Saved by the Bell is that – my child barber when I was a kid at Franny's Kids uh, used to say she was going to give me the the Zach cut. <laughs> and uh, that's that's the – and it was never the Zach cut. It was a straight across bowl cut. But um, that's neither here nor there. That is the extent of my Save by the Bell nostalgia. I've never really uh, been much of a fan. It's I don't, mediocre. Again, again, it's okay. I never want – there's probably listeners right now jumping out of their seat. I'm sure. Screaming at us. Or or they've turned it off once we said it. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. I know a lot of people really care about the show. I care about a lot of th- things that people don't care about. So I, I get the feeling. We're, we all have our personal nostalgia. More power to you if you like it, but it's not my cup of tea. You're right. And I I, heard, I, I happen to know um, good buddy Chad over at Horror, Mo- Horror Movie Barbecue, whose uh-huh. podcast I guessed it on, yep. is one of the biggest Saved by the Bell fans of all time. Right and on. And he was like, I don't know about this reboot so much, you know. Ugh. Uh, so – We'll hey, see. more power if Whatever. you like it. Hey, positive thing back in, in toys. I forgot about when we talked about Ghostbusters. But, What's that? Uh, they brought back uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. Including a, a whole like new line of shit, too. Yeah, yeah. So they did uh, to warm people up, you know, to the idea of these characters. Because you have to – that's great for us. Like we said with the Doritos things. All this shit is great for us. But – it's not just us. They got to figure out how to sell it to the kids these days and stuff. Yeah, like that. So what they right. did early before they started releasing the familiar faces that we know, like Skeletor and He Man and Beast Man and Trap Jaw and shit, they released a bunch of WWE wrestlers in the style of Masters of the Universe, and they were called mm-hmm. Masters of the WWE Universe, and they looked like wrestlers. They but were pretty. Tight. They looked like the yeah, they're great. They're great figures, man. I wish I had them when I was a kid. Me too. Um. And so once they, you know, unveiled those hoping to get a new generation of kids interested in that 5.5-inch barbarian-style figure, then they started uh, releasing the He-Man and, and, and Skeletor and stuff. And I I got a lot of them. You got, you got quite a few. I think you even pre-ordered a few of them, didn't you? I, don't, I did. I don't know if it worked on the kids because I went, in my, <laughs> I went in my Walmart a few days ago. First of all, when these things first dropped, you couldn't find them. Walmart no. is just they're the worst. They're notorious uh, they, for like either getting yeah. things in super late or running out yeah. very quickly. People were going nuts and and getting I some people I know that are in the nostalgia game, they like the hunt. They like going between the stores. Yeah, it's the thrill. I don't really yeah. like that. I want my shit so I can stop thinking about it and start thinking about something else. <laughs> and so I was getting pissed off. Finally got them and and whatever. Now they're in stores and I went to Walmart yesterday. 
And poor Skeletor, man. There's like 600 Skeletors hanging on those pegs. These kids do not give a fuck about Skeletor. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope it's not the end of the line. I hope that, you know, they, they find a way to be profitable. If not, in another five years, I put out another line of them. It's, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. For some reason, He-Man will forever be in, like etched in our childhood. And everybody's like, I didn't grow up with He-Man, but I knew who He-Man was growing up. And then there was still like, you know, three or four different generations of cartoons, comic books, like you name it, they probably made it. Like uh, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. And then they show up to the birthday party to to entertain the kids. <laughs> the kid goes, I thought I was going to be He-Man. Exactly. Um, no, He-Man rock. It, the thing about Masters of the Universe is it's such a blank slate. Uh, it's open for, I don't know if that works for kids these days, but when I was a kid and I had them, I didn't know who any of the characters were. I didn't know what they were supposed to do, but it's such a blank slate that I could easily make my own story and, uh, and incorporate other things too. Yeah. I, that's why I use it in my art so much. Like I'm always doing masters of the universe mashups with my, my paintings and my drawings because it's such a blank slate and such an easy canvas to work with. But, uh, I think, I think that is a personally positive Come back in 2020. I don't know if the kids like it, judging by what I've seen on those. There is like, I'm telling you, a wall of lonely Skeletors. I feel, <laughs> I feel so bad, you know, like for this, for this inanimate piece of plastic. I, it's like Toy Story. I, you know, I feel sad for them. <laughs> you know? Well, let's switch gears here to kind of wrap up the show. Uh, we did quite a few podcast episodes. We put one out every single week since, well, be even before August, because we did some reruns uh, leading up to, this fourth season that we're currently in. But do you happen to have like a favorite episode that we've done so far? Yeah, I have a one word answer for you. Yes. No. You don't? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, 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 I it's, it's hard. I mean, um, like I said, every, <laughs> no, every episode we do, uh, unless it's a super laid back one, is sort of like preparing for a college presentation. It takes a lot of work. About something a lot of brain stupid. Energy. So, so each one, um, has a special place for me personally. Okay. But I actually really liked our Dead Malls episode. Um, <laughs> our most I, recent Dead Mall shops. Yes. I don't know if it was because we chose an easygoing format or if it was the subject matter, but I listened back to it. Uh, I usually like to listen back to our episodes Me so too. I can take notes and, and say, oh, I don't like the way yeah, I sounded I do, there. Do better I for the next that. one. Yeah. 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 So I listened to that one back and I was smiling the whole time. I thought it was very funny. And I thought it was really engaging. Um, but like I said, I, I can't. I said no. And I wanted to make it sound funny as if I didn't like any of them. But no, the, the answer was that it's hard for me to choose because of how much work we put into all this stuff. Yeah. But um. I, I really like the Dead Malls episode. I hope that we could do more episodes that capture that spirit and enthusiasm. And I think we will with uh, the remainder of the season. Like like I said, we've been talking to long links of like what we would like to do and what we would like to hear uh, for the remainder of the episodes of the season. But um, I think we'll have more like that where it's kind of more of like a loose format and we can kind of just go off on tangents whenever they come up to mind and stuff like that because those are enjoyable. But I think my favorite episode of this season so far is the Orange Years episode. And I think it's because of like, even though it was structured, it just felt like an easygoing conversation with our friends. And I really, really we were, like that. We, you know, if you roll back the curtains a little bit, the kayfabe. Yeah. We, you know, we've had friends on the show. You know, we've had Eli yep. on the show. We, you know. We've had David, scary David on the yep, show. Yep, that's right. But it's different when it's people um, coming on the show 
who aren't buddies, you know, there's almost this kind of expectation and you, we were, we were being pretty professional. Would would you say like we were <laughs> in, so, in, in our, our preparation, maybe not in the episode. Yeah. I actually, you're right. I, I really like that episode. I don't know if it came across, but I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to make that episode so it's not just a black and white interview. Sure. These guys were releasing a documentary they've been working on for like six fucking years. They were going on tons of podcasts talking about all the same th- questions over and over again. Yep. So I wanted to come up with really weird, creative step, step questions. I almost box. wanted to I wanted to derail it a little bit. And you did. Possibly. And I think you did a great job. And I think that it, it, it helped the conversation too because I think it felt a little more loose. It felt like, oh, I'm not so uptight because I'm giving the same black and white answer to to your questions this is something a little novel a little different you know right tell me i don't really care about what camera you use or how (laughs) where'd you get the money from i want to know you know what you would do differently if you were going to rewrite jack frost with exactly exactly you know as i call him i call him mike keaton Um, (laughs) and i want to know what you think happens to eddie mcdowd at the end of the series solid questions man but I, i think that was probably my favorite um, I also loved our in-betweener episodes because that kind of gave us kind of a loose format because we're not, you know, so um, strict or focused on one specific topic. We can kind of uh, wrap our brain around different things that we could bring to the table. But I think I think we're going to focus on doing some more loose episodes. Still going to have like a deep dive into specific things, but still be a little loose about it. If, if you've noticed, if you've been a longtime listener, um, We've gotten, I, and personally, I think we've gotten a lot better at podcasting. I think we've gotten a little more interesting. We've found our own cadence. We've found our own voice in all this. So it's it's been really nice to jump back into it because I was really worried that uh, we, we lost our chops or it would be really kind of awkward trying to get back on the bike or back on the horse, I guess you could say, and really try to ride it out or try to figure out our path. But I really think we we honed in on it and we did it together. And I really appreciate that. Not only that, but I appreciate the time that we carve out almost each each week to focus on this and have that time to just hang out and just bullshit about things that we really enjoy. And that I, I appreciate probably the most of 2020. Thank you, man. That's very kind of you. For real. Thank you. I mean, this is a uh, Forever Bogus is a thing that you put together on your own for your own nostalgia <laughs> and your own fun and and to have me be part of it that's that's really that's kind of you man you did a lot of work up front and you do a lot of work you know editing the episodes i try to help out where i can with with uh promotional graphics you and do, stuff. You but you do, but a, you do a lot of work so so i really appreciate your work but i also you know i can't i i can't ever you know say thank you enough frankly but the <laughs> the the, the we also have to thank the listeners, man. We have a solid Absolutely. little base of listeners who check in every week, and and some are friends I've known for a long time, and some are folks that I don't know at all. So it's kind of a mixed bag, and and uh, you know, in the realm of, um, let's put it this way: you can you can you can listen to whatever podcast you want, and probably a lot of you listen to like dozens in a week. Um, I'm sure, yeah. Your 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 listen, your one listenership uh, to. You know your last podcast on the left, or, or what have you. My my brother, my brother and me uh-huh. is is a, is a teardrop in an ocean. You're listening here on the Forever Bogus podcast is is a glass of Gatorade, and we and we you we fill it up. It. Yep, yeah, we do. And on that note, I want to remind everybody that we have our own RSS feed now. 
meaning that uh, we're uploading all of our content, all of our podcast episodes from the season underneath the Forever Bogus podcast title. So we will no longer be underneath the Boom Howdy title starting in February. That's right, folks. It's going to be, well, it's not going to be. It, it is already, if you're listening now, easier to find us. It um, is. And we've cut out the middleman. Yep. As they say, cut out the fat. Not that there's no way to talk about this without sounding mean. <laughs> I don't want to sound mean. I, you know, Boom Howdy was great to you. Uh, and, and they're good friends of yours, uh, from what I, from what you've said off air, I, you've had a lot of lovely things to say about them. They're great people. Um, and, but just for, like I've said in the past, nothing personal, no, no at all. You know, I, I always thank anybody who wants to help out in any way, but, uh, just for the growth of the show, it's best that we are on our own RSS feed, easier for people to find, yep. easier for people to search. You know, I know I've, I've searched forever bogus a few times and, and, when we were sharing an RSS feed, it wouldn't come up at all. Nothing would come up. No. So but now it this, will. this this makes it a lot easier to for people to find and and frankly the whole reason we're doing that is is to hopefully grow it a little bit. So tell yep. a friend, uh, tell your auntie, uh, tell your cousin, tell Jamal, <laughs> tell <laughs> tell Deborah, tell tell them all, tell them all, Mark Weiner, tell them all, tell them all. That's right. Subscribe, rate, whatever you do, do it and. Um, and we say thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate that. And if you're like me, I've like pretty much transferred everything over to my Spotify. So now I'm trying to find all the podcasts I listen to uh, exclusively on there. And if you're doing that, like if you're making a change uh, in the next month, whatever, you want to try out a new platform, we'll be there. So you can definitely we're on subscribe Spotify. to us. Just, we're just we like are. Joe Rogan. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Joe. We're exactly like him, actually. <laughs> if you put us next to them, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell the difference. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, for the month of January, we're going to be taking a hiatus. Uh, this is mostly just to kind of um, refresh our batteries, kind of recharge, uh, fill our cups, and kind of relax a little bit while we're uh, still discussing what we want to do for the remainder of this season. I think that we have some pretty good ideas in the bag, so we're really excited to uh, manifest those things and get that started for you. But um, we hope you had a great 2020, considering everything that's been going on. Um, we're, we're really appreciative that you spent 2020 with us, and uh, you continue to listen to us for the remainder of this season. Yeah, support your uh, your indie filmmakers. You know, yes. there's uh, there is for the first time maybe ever. Uh, it's not an equal playing field, but it's almost equal playing field. Everybody's releasing their films to VOD, so. You know, your little indie film that you like so much, it could make pretty close to the amount of money as Wonder Woman 1984. That's very uh, true. You know, so support your indie guys. It's a good time to do that. Support your friends. Yep. Wear your mask. Do all that stuff. Yep. And ultimately, thank you for supporting us. Well, until next time, always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay We got the host, Rash Shoemaker, Nothing like Babe Ruth, candy bars, any takers, and Arsenal the VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great, I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P and P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail, Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you could bring me my mail. Eat count, shot your little you hoover, order pale ales. You're doper than diamonds, I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'm a gear, riders, but we're still a prevail. I got dope rhymes for the VHS community.
I know more. 